Hey there, everyone. Welcome back to Be a Warrior Podcast. I'm your host, Angie Huser. It's that time once again to unleash the warrior within you. Are you ready? Then let's get to it. Well, hey everyone and welcome back and we are into May and I cannot believe the amazing interviews that happened the last month plus um, through Limb Loss, uh, Limb Difference Awareness Month. If you missed any of my previous about five episodes, you really need to go back because there's some great amazing people that showed the resilience of bouncing back, especially in uh, facing adversities. And they are definitely worth your time to listen to their stories and what things they've gone through and how they've handled it and what made them successful on coming through on the other side. Um, Not unscathed, but definitely a better person for it. And so if you did miss any of them, we started out actually at the end of March with Coach Dar, who is um, an amazing person who works with um, athletes and CEOs and big corporations to get mindset in the right place. And she is was the epitome of bouncing back because of what she had been through in her life that led her to the job and position she's in right now. And she has a new book out called The Art of Bouncing Back. And that was the theme of my last month of Limb Loss, Limb Difference Awareness Month was bouncing back because as amputees or anybody that's gone through any kind of crisis in their life, we all have to learn how to bounce back. And we all have done it and we could all attribute our successes and getting through it from to one person or another or one thing we did or another. And it's really kind of neat to see... um, how some people cope and deal. And she kind of brought all that, started all that up together um, at the end of March before April hit. And then we had on some fantastic people like Maya and Rosie, um, an uh, an amputee and her amputee puppy. And um, Mike Coots, a wonderful friend and underwater shark photographer, shark advocate, surfer who lost his leg to a shark. That one you don't want to miss either. That's a great story of bouncing back completely. Um, for some of us that struggled with getting in the water and had no reason to be afraid of the water um, because it's just what Hollywood has made us feel about sharks, um, that's quite a bounce back story. So please make sure you get back into some of those episodes because they were phenomenal. And I'm so excited that the people I had on, and let's not forget, we have my prosthetists that were on as well from the Limb Center and my assistant prosthetist uh, is um, also an above-knee amputee. And his story actually is what shifted his life. And we kind of noticed that with a bunch of us that have gone through something as big as an amputation, that the journey we were on and the pathway we were focused on has been veered. And that's okay. Um, that was meant to be, whether you want to admit it or not, Um, I'm a true believer in the fact that these things happen and we need to learn to figure out how to embrace it once we get through it and get unstuck. When we realize that we are more, um, we can, we can spread, spread messages to people 
more readily when we've gone through something and we can actually um, speak to that. Like I speak on the podcast, I always go from personal, my personal journeys, because quite frankly, I can't speak from anybody else's. And I will tell you that, that, hey, if this worked for me or this worked for me, I will let you know it worked for me. That doesn't mean it's going to work for you. So you have to find what does work for you in any circumstance. But my personal journey gives you one fraction of something you can try or how you can live if you get caught in a situation like mine. So here we are now into May and summer is kicking up. Days are much longer. Um, The sun is much warmer here in Arizona. And so tank tops are on now and now the white skin's kind of starting to turn tan because it was a very cold winter. And I thought, okay, first things first, mobility may. Mobility May happens the last, I think it's their fifth year for Romp Range of Motion Project Global, who I interviewed last year in April. So if you wanted to hear about them, I had on the CEO and founder, um, David, and he and I talked um, um, about what their journey is, where they're going, what they want to accomplish, and their dreams, their goals. And I I just felt so taken back when I first, I must have just tripped up on them on social media and I started to delve in because once I got through my first year of amputation and actually it wasn't even while I was going through my first year of amputation, I was really looking for things to distract my mind from what I was going through, the pain, not necessarily the idea of it because that I was, I was, my head was wrapped around but it was all the pains and the changes in how I dealt with things in life. And, you know, that first year, it's like that first year of everything is new. How you decorate at holidays, like Christmas trees going up. And I'm the one that did all that. How do I do that now that I'm an amputee? Is it going to be hard? I'm not going to be doing ladders as much. But anyways, every everything that first year is so different. And when I ran across them, I decided right away to jump right into Mobility May. And I became a captain. I captained a team. We challenged ourselves to put in so many miles in the month of May, challenged ourselves to fundraise so much money so that we could get prosthetics for people that could never afford it or dream of getting a prosthetic. And I did that um, for a couple of years. And then last year, I kind of had to take a me time off and I did not. And I'm back this year. And I have an amazing team of almost all amputees. 10 of us are amputees. One is an able body and several of them are brand new amputees within the month. So that's awesome and crazy and exciting and powerful, right? That if you want to be inspired, I want you to take a look at my team and I'm going to post something here soon. I'm getting pictures of everybody so you can see all of us, but you'll have to look on my, um, my Instagram and my, my Facebook account when I post that because I'm so proud of the team that's come together despite how hard it will be for them to put in miles or get minutes of exercise. They did it. They took the challenge and I'm proud of them because that's going to be the first step in getting through some of the newness of amputation. So that being said, I started thinking this last week and, you know, I've really kind of jumped out into uh, being really social with a bunch of new amputees and, um, like I said, you know, I started this whole podcast 
because I felt like I owed that to, to help and serve somebody else to get through something hard that I was blessed beyond measure to be able to live the life that I am living in a situation that had you brought it up to me any other time in my life, I would have been scared to death and I would have thought my life was over if I had become an amputee. And then it happened and I got to that point and I have been given a new life. I have been reborn, if you want to call it that, but I I see things differently. I want to help more people. Um, I'm getting myself out there. I'm challenging myself. I talk to people a lot when I'm out and about. I, I welcome the questions and the curiosity of being an amputee. And so with that, I started doing certain things where I was meeting up with people, video chatting with people. And I have come to the conclusion that really when you step back and you see what we're going through as amputees and what you might be going through if you're an amputee, going to be an amputee, or you're just going through, you know, issues and you're looking for inspiration. One of the things I did notice is that we all are the same in the, in the fact that we all come and hit a wall at some point in our life and many of us several walls and it just seems like they keep coming right you finally scale one wall and another one comes and you scale another and another and so on and so forth but we're all human in that that we all have something that's gonna hit us hard out of left field and make us reevaluate and reassess where we're at it may crumble us for a time and it may make us rise and look like we are invincible. And we all go through that. We all go through doubt and fear and anxiety and anger, frustration. We go through joy and elation and pride and excitement and happiness and joy when we overcome it. And I bring this up because when I see this after talking to so many people and just really kind of taking mental notes on where somebody is and what their their mental game is and where somebody else is and where their mental game is and it's really really obvious that in the midst of the struggle we can't help but feel bogged down depressed angry frustrated um, useless whatever that feeling is we've all gone there we've all hit that dark place um, when someone's like, yeah, I'm in a dark place right now, a lot of times that's what it is. They're struggling with something and they haven't figured out how to overcome it and come out of it alive on the other side. And it's kind of like being a parent too with my boys, that there are things that we can share with our own kids on how to get through a life challenge, you know, growing up and grades and college and friendships and dating but until they go through it themselves and get the cogs working in their head on how to maneuver through pain and, and sorrow and excitement and pride and things like that, they won't, they can't listen fully. They hear you. <laughs> I know my voice, hear me, but they don't, they don't want to hear you because they want to do it their own way, their own time, their own, and they have to, right? That's the only way they're going to learn. So I thought it only fitting after thinking this stuff through that today's podcast starting out 
in Mobility May and being really inspired by my nine other amputees that are on my team and the ladies that I've been talking to online and the people I've met at my prosthetist office and just all these different people coming at me from all different angles, different age groups, different lifestyles, that one of the things that we need to do is some spring cleaning. Yeah, you heard me right. Spring cleaning. I got inspired by... (laughs) by listening to all those people talk and seeing their stories and talking to them through their stories. But I got I got excited when I saw a magazine in the grocery aisle that said spring cleaning. And I thought, you know what? That has so many meanings. Like for me, I can't wait. I'm going to spring clean my office. It looks beautiful for what you guys see. But the other side is cluttered. And clutter is bad. Clutter makes us feel anxious and and frustrated. It keeps us away from the things we want to be around. And so I talk about spring cleaning and you can do what you want in your house. I'm not talking about your house. I'm talking about spring cleaning up here in your head, your heart, so that you can actually function. So your body can function because I'm a firm believer that we are one in one circle, our mind, body, and our emotion all kind of come together to make us a whole person, a healthy person. And when one of those three points is missing or damaged or struggling, then we struggle in the other aspects. Example, if I'm struggling with my physical because of my leg, you know, when I first got amputated, I was really struggling in my mind. And then I started feeling bad about myself and I started feeling sad inside and my emotional game was off, and then I was a wreck. And then the pains would start, and my emotions were ramped up, and I was angry, and I was lashing out because I didn't know what else to do with that pain. And then then I started getting in my head going, my God, I'm so bad. What a bad parent. I just yelled at my kid for no reason. He had nothing to do with it. Likewise, we can be all fit and fiddle, but if our headspace is really cluttered with a bunch of negativity, then we are gonna be down and out and not wanting to go to the gym or get out and walk or be out with friends. And when we don't want that stuff, then our emotional um, our emotional self kind of starts beating us up and saying that we're just worthless kind of a thing. So we are gonna spring clean. And I really think that this is gonna be beneficial. Now, if you have never listened to my podcast, I will tell you first and foremost that when I speak, I literally am looking at myself and I'm speaking to myself. Yes, I do see you, the individual. I really do. And there are some people that I have in my mind when I'm speaking, but a lot of times the context is, what do you need to do for yourself? Talking to myself. And this is one of those things that I've had some medical journeys just recently that I've had to succumb and come to and rise up from, and I won which is a good thing, but there was times in the last week and a half, two weeks that there was doubt creeping in and just this worthless feeling of, well, I don't want to do anything now. I just, I'm going to sit around and sulk, you know, or worry or be in fear. And that is not living. So to kick off our May time, I think it's time to do some spring cleaning, right? It is beautiful out. Most of us are starting to see the sunshine. Midwesterners, Easterners, Northwesters, sorry, you might still be cold and cloudy, but it's coming. 
And when it does, you're going to feel so much better about yourself up here if you've decluttered your brain. And I know it'll be hard, especially if you live in an area that is just overcast and cloudy and rainy and possibly snowing still. But I guarantee you, you will be happier for it. So when we declutter, first off, we need to do is we need to find out where our heart and our mind are. First, you need to take a check. Where is your heart lying right now? Because if your heart and your mind is not aligning, then you are probably feeling a little funky. And when you feel that way, you obviously are not active like you should be. I know for me, when I'm feeling a little blah inside or something emotionally has triggered me feeling sad, the last thing I think about is, well, time to get to the gym. I'm more like, uh, the gym can wait. I would rather just sit and put a movie on and cuddle my puppies. That is good at times, but it can also lead to really bad habits that kind of snowball to the next day doing the same thing and the next day and the next day till you feel like crap about yourself physically because now you've denied your body anything. And so it is really tough speaking from an amputee perspective because when our phantom sensations and phantom pains are rearing their ugly heads, the first thing people want to do is shut down. The problem is, is when you shut down, that's when they actually ramp up more. Like I can't, if I'm having a bad day, today's kind of a hard day. If I go and sit on my couch right now, I I can't do it. I won't be able to do it. I'll stand. I'll put something on TV and I'll stand behind the couch and just kind of hang out and then go, oh, I probably could watch that from the kitchen and start dinner and clean up the dishes. I can't sit. Sitting around makes me anxious and um, creates more pain than, than really I'm allowing my body to um, own. I don't want it. I just don't want it. And I don't take anything for it. And I'm not on anything. So for me, it's mind over matter. And my body needs to know, or my mind needs to know there's no foot there, so there shouldn't be pain there. And that's quite the trick. But when you spring clean, I want you to take stock, like I said, where you are emotionally, like where are you investing your, your emotions and are they positive or are they negative? So when you figure out if they're positive or negative, then you can start moving forward. If they're negative emotions, you need to examine that. Like what is causing negative emotions? Is it your job? Is it a relationship? Is it your physical appearance? Is it, um, you know, your home life? Your, maybe you need to spring clean your house. Maybe that'll make you feel better, but figure it out because you need to ditch that. You need to get rid of anything negative in your life. All that negativity adds stress and stress adds pains to your already probably struggling self. And what I have noticed with stress is it makes everything worse. So in my situation, if I'm having phantom pains and I'm stressing out, I tend to feel it a lot more. When I'm happy and I'm active and I'm doing what I want to do and I'm in the right frame of mind, I don't feel them. I don't acknowledge them. They are there. And I've told people a million times, 24-7, I feel my foot. The foot that's not there is always there. I feel it burning. I feel it tingling. Sometimes there's a sharp pain here and there, but mostly it's a constant, never-ending burn and tingle. It's like your foot's falling asleep and you can't wake it up. Never gets worse than that, really, but it's monotonous to have that going 24-7 for now four years and the rest of my life. So we need to figure that out. I'm not going to live on that and it's not going to ever go away, so let's work with that. 
So when I'm in a better mind state and I'm in a better emotional state, then I'm not thinking about the things that are physically aching me. When I find out that I have some negative things going on, I need to examine, are they worth my time? And are they worth what they're doing to my body? The answer is going to be no. No, they are not. No, no, no. Get rid of the negative. Figure out what you need to do to reconcile with someone or to let go of that situation so you can be living your better life, living your best life, moving forward, not living in the past, not living with regret or whatever it is that's eaten at your emotional self. Okay. Now, once you've done that, check your mental state. Are you happy where you're at? Are you happy? Are you noticing that there's some joy in your life? Or are you finding that a majority of your mindset is gone negative? Um, Are you angry about stuff? Are you anxious about stuff? Are you um, angry at somebody else? If your mental state is dictating negativity, then your body's going to feel it. And it's going to just, your mind is extremely powerful. What people don't realize is whatever you feed your mind, if you can continue to feed positive, 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 until it becomes a habit, then your mind won't know any different than that positive. But when your mind feels the negative creeping in, like, oh, I'm so stupid. What an idiot. You know, I, I knew I shouldn't have said that. I da, 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 da. I'm wrong. I'm always wrong. I can't do anything right. If you start doing that to yourself, then you're right. You're, you will believe whatever your mind, you're telling your mind because your mind will trigger it. And that is the life you're living. So you need to change that mindset. Now, for some of you, it is going to be a big ask because right now, I know some of you that are dealing with not forgiving somebody else. And when you can't forgive someone who's wronged you, or it took two and you've wronged each other, but you're holding on to that, and maybe they've moved forward and you're really now angry about it because they've moved on, it is time for you to forgive and let go. And, you know, it's beautifully said, I've, I've heard this a million places recently, that when you forgive someone who's wronged you, that doesn't mean you are allowing them and saying that it was okay what they did. It is just saying, I'm not spending any more time on you. And that is the best thing you can do is to let go of the person that did something wrong so you can heal. Because if you don't let go of it, you aren't going to heal because you can't go past the, the accident that happened or the wrongdoing that happened or the words that were said until you can get past those and say, I forgive you and just let it go. You are going nowhere. You're going to be stuck because it's just going to keep eating away at your heart and in your mind. And then truly as an amputee, because I do know several amputees that are really struggling with letting go for someone who, you know, some of us are, you know, accidents like literally terrible accidents a drunk driver or whatever and if we don't just let that person go not accepting it not allowing that that what they did was right no but just for your own sake telling them I forgive and I forget and you may not even tell them that because you may not even know them especially if it was a stranger that hit you But if you can tell yourself that I've forgiven them and I'm out of that, 
you are going to get yourself in a better place for setting yourself up for success. One of the things I love, and I will continue to repeat and repeat and repeat, repeat that Coach Dar says in her book, The Art of Bouncing Back, is setbacks are just getting your body and you ready for a major setup. They are, it's setting you up for something majorly big. Like I never thought that I was going to have an amputation, nor would you have ever caught me doing a podcast. I don't even like watching myself talk, let alone listening to me playing back my podcast. But I did because I believe that that's where I was called to go to help one person at a time. And so if you're listening, I thank you. I thank you for being that person. Um, But I hope that you find some sort of um, I don't know, some sort of calm and understanding when you listen, because what I want you to see is what I'm doing for myself to line me up with my new journey. Like my path was straight. I knew what I was doing. I knew, at least I thought I knew. And then all of a sudden out of left field and it took time. So it's not like it was like, oh my gosh, like I didn't have an accident. I had years to think about it. And then four months from the time I planned my amputation to the time I had it. But I then knew that my direction was turning off. I was off track. But what I didn't know is instead of being off track, I was getting on a new track and a new path and a new chapter in my life. I could have been mad at the karate accident. I could have been mad at the several surgeons that did my surgeries, but didn't tell me anything about arthrofibrosis, which is what I found out too late that I had. Um, instead, I I never held a grudge, never, never was angry anywhere there. My PT that I had the very beginning to the PT I had to finish, those two guys I had for five, six years of my life weekly and they did everything they could there's nothing else they could have done there's no reason to be upset there they gave their all to me so I just knew that I was on a new journey and I was going to take that journey and see where it was leading me that takes forgiveness it takes patience it takes calming down and breathing and finding out where this is going to lead me so that I can be the better person on the other side of this. And that is why I do the things that I do, because I'm not making any money here. (laughs) No money, ask my husband. But I just like getting on to talk to you about the things that you can do that I do to help me get through the things that I'm going through. And we can all relate because we all hit those walls, right? Nobody goes through life, I've said this a thousand times, without having a struggle. So if you ever feel like you're alone and you're lost, just know you're in good company because most of the world's population is going through a struggle. Now you can decide to rise up out of that quickly, get your mindset right and tackle it head on. Or you can sulk about it and waste valuable time in your life. I would suggest you charge at it and attack it with everything you've got. You know what? This is your life. This is where it's led you. Embrace it. Get your mindset right. 
get your emotions right and hit it head on and see where it takes you. You know, they say one door closes, another one opens. This, this is your opportunity to see where the open door or the open window is. And it takes you to clutter, declutter your brain, declutter from the wrongdoings, declutter from the negativity, declutter from self-hate and self-loathing. Get rid of that. That is toxic in your life. So as I wrap this up, I, I want to challenge you. I, during the month of April, I didn't do this because I had speakers on. But back to our call to action. Call to action is very simple. You're going to do a, a mind check and you're going to do an, a heart check. And I want you to literally list the things that are going on in your life. And I want you to put them in two categories, positive and negative. First off, you can go into your emotions. What's emotionally draining you right now or emotionally charging you up? And put those down. What is the good emotions? What what brings you joy and happiness in your life? What is weighing you down? What's hurting you? What's making you sad, angry, frustrated? And write those down. Then go into your mind. Get in your mind space. How are you thinking about yourself and your circumstance? Write down the positives, write down the negatives. You may have a lot more negatives on this one. So I challenge you to come up with some positives. What is positive about your amputation? What is positive about your diagnosis? And start creating that positive list. Okay. Finally, once you see your list, what in the negative side do you need to get rid of? besides all of it, but what can you start with? You're going to have to start small and start getting rid of some of the things on that list of negativity, but what can you do to get rid of it and what's it going to take to get rid of it? So if you're feeling negative about your body image because you've been laid up, then what can you do to change that? And I will tell you the people that are on my team that are getting out and doing miles, which I, I quote, but we can do minutes of exercise, 10 minutes equals a mile, or we can get out and actually bike, swim, hike, walk, row, whatever. Whatever it is, I have people that are still not walking and they are willing to challenge themselves physically. When we start to do that, we are breaking the negative barriers. So if you're feeling like crap about yourself, your body image, then do something. Even if you're bedridden or you're couch ridden, take something, leg lifts, um, take a, a light weight, even if it's two pounds or something, and just move your body. If you want to do curls in bed or on the couch while you're watching a program, okay, I get it. I've been there where I'm laid up and don't know what to do with myself. And the worst place you can get is being in that circumstance and then start hating yourself because you don't feel good about yourself. You don't look good in your mind, whatever. You need to start making the changes for yourself. And that starts with those little tiny baby steps. And those baby steps will grow as you get stronger and your circumstances start to change. But we can actually be in charge of changing our circumstances by the way we tackle each and every day as we trudge through the hard times. And we all will have them. 
and we all have to figure out how to cope with them. Now, I can't speak for you on what you can or cannot do, but you ha- all have the capability to do something positive for you physically. So if that's where you need to start, because you, one of your things is I feel horrible about my body image, that's how you start that. Get rid of that negative. How? By start doing little things, every little thing. When I first started walking with my prosthetic, I thought I could nail out a mile or two and didn't realize how hard that was on a raw limb that has, you know, it takes 12 months to heal. Well, I had my prosthetic in three months, so I was still tender. So you know what? You celebrate the small things. At first, it was just kind of walking right around in front of my house. Then it was walking all the way down to the mailbox. Then it was walking down the mailbox and then to the left and up a couple houses until I could turn around. I finally got to the mile. Then I finally got to a couple miles. Then I got to hiking. And then I decided to try 10K. It just, it builds. You don't just start with a marathon. You build to the marathon. And those are the ways that you take a negative emotion or a negative thought process and change them for something positive. So call to action. Take stock in your mental and your emotional state, what's positive, what's negative. Then keep doing those positives and figure out how you're going to eliminate the negatives. That's what we're going to do. We're spring cleaning. And I'm going to say, I usually say, let's see how it goes for the next week. But I say, let's work on this this whole month of May. You know, get yourself mobile. It's Mobility May. Get out there, get mobile. If you want to join my team, you can still do that. It's on my social media. And you can look me up anywhere on there and you'll find, join join her team, join Angie's team. You can join here. I will take you anytime in May. You didn't have to start on May 1st. You can start anytime you want. If you need accountability and you want someone supporting you, I'm there for you. We have our own private Facebook group so we can cheer each other on and keep each other active. Because like I said, there's a lot of young young amputees on this group. And when I say young, I mean like brand new. Um, they, they need that and I know they need that support and they know that they're not alone. So if you need that, check that out on my Instagram or my Facebook page. And you know what? Take care of yourself. Spring clean that the negative thoughts out of your head. Spring clean the um, negative energy in your emotion. And let's get active. Make yourself an active person. Make yourself a positive person for this world. We need more of that. So until next time, and as always, be healthy, be happy, be you.